0: Hello there, and welcome to Goop Tales. I'm Maria Calanchini, the founder, writer, and narrator behind these original audio stories. Goop Tales is a storytelling podcast for children created to ignite your imagination, broaden your horizons, and introduce you to different cultures and exotic animals, while also sparking important conversations about character traits. And today I wanna thank both Dorothy and Alex because they gave such great names for a goop. And what I did, their names were very similar and this goop has the same trait. So I made a hybrid out of their names. Dorothy suggested a goop named Snackadoo. And Alex suggested a goop named Snackalot. And I am going to let you listen right here so you can hear exactly how they describe their goops. Hi, my name is Dorothy. This, I have a goop name. His name is Snackalot. He always wants a snack and he carries a little pork around and he wears a set hat and he has a little pet named Hunger. And... He has a hamster. Okay, so that's Dorothy saying that the goof would be called Snackadoo. He has a shuck hat, he carries a fork, and he has a pet hamster named Punga. Thank you. His name is Snacklord, and he carries around a box of grapes. And will you please make this the next detail? Thank you, Dorothy and Alex. I love these goops and I love Snackadoo. Now, to see the drawing for Snackadoo and the real photos from this story, just go to Snackadoo's page at gooptails.com forward slash episode 105. And you can see all of the illustrations and the photos that go with this story. And you can also download a free coloring page for Snackadoo. And thanks again, Dorothy and Alex. I hope you don't mind that I just combined a lot of the things that you said, and it was really, really fun. Now, in the last episode of Goop Tales, we met Badmoodia, a captivating, yet sometimes bad-mooded, has a bad mood, yeah, has a bad mood, little goop, who fell into a board game and landed in badabe Sirk in Iran. Badmoudia had turned into this gummy-like substance and needed to find a magical green pool to keep herself from turning into sedimentary rock like all these terraces around her in the Badabe cert. Fortunately, she had the help of a friendly butterfly and her trusty mood ring, and she was able to make it to the magical green pool just in time. And once she got back in goop world, Badmoodia was so excited to tell her friend Snackadoo all about her journey, but Snackadoo was stuck in a pineapple. Keep listening, to find out how he got there and the challenges he's facing to get back home. Goop Tales, episode 105, Snackadoo Gets Sucked Into a Pineapple. Snackadoo was full of zip and pep. He always had a hop in his step. If there was a party to plan, you would want to call on this young man. But if you ever left Snacks lying around, rest assured with Snackadoo they would never be found. Chapter One Once Upon a Time There was a young goop boy named Snackadoo. Snackadoo was known around goop world to be an excellent little chef. He was always outfitted in a chef's hat and carrying a fork, just in case. Snackadoo enjoyed making up new culinary concoctions out of whatever ingredients he could find. And he was very good at it. Before letting anyone else try one of his concoctions, Snackadoo always did a taste test with himself and his little hamster, Hunger. He decided that if he and Hunger liked his concoctions, they must be masterpieces. They had very high standards indeed. Once, Snackadoo made a mud pie to outdo all other mud pies. He started with the rich chocolate pie crust made from crushed up chocolate cookies mixed into melted butter. Of course, Snackadoo had a little taste of the crust as he assembled it. Perfecto, he said, as hunger stared up at him with hungry eyes. Oh, just you wait, Hunger. You will get a bite of this masterpiece. You are my taste tester, he responded. Then he went on to fill his pie crust with coffee ice cream sprinkled with chocolate chips, marshmallows, and finally a dollop of hot fudge sauce. Once it was all assembled, he carefully placed hazelnuts into his masterpiece and topped it with whipped cream. Hunger, you may now have a bite, he said, as he proudly cut off a piece of the mud pie and gave it to Hunger, who practically inhaled it. The bite disappeared within seconds. It's magnificent, isn't it? Asked Snackadoo. Hunger stared back at him in agreement, waiting for another bite. No more bites right now. We are going to take this mud pie over to Punch 'em and Kick 'em's house, said Snackadoo as he scooped up Hunger, put him on top of his chef's hat, and went out the door to share his mud pie with his goop friends. This was the Snackadoo that all the rest of the goops loved, the Snackadoo that could make marvelous concoctions like mud pie and share them with all the goops. But Snackadoo wasn't always like this. There were many times when Snackadoo hadn't made a culinary concoction to share and just wanted a snack. In fact, Snackadoo always wanted a snack, and that meant he would eat any available snack, including the snacks of other goops, without their permission. Once he poked his fork straight into Oblivabob's lunch bag and stabbed a bag of cheese puffs, and then he gobbled them down. It all worked out because Oblivabob was oblivious to what was happening and thankfully, didn't seem to miss the cheese puffs. Snackadoo enjoyed spending time with Googolina because she would Google anything he asked her to and bring up all sorts of wonderful images that made his mouth water. One cold January day, Snackadoo and Googolina decided to go to the library during recess because it was so freezing outside. We can just go Google stuff like pictures of snacks, said Googolina excitedly. That way we don't have to be outside in the cold. Perfect idea, let's go, said Snackadoo. The two of them entered the library and went straight for the computer desks. There was a whole row of them available. And they sat right down and got comfortable. Okay, what kind of snack would you like to see? Asked Googolina as she readied her fingers. Hmm, said Snackadoo as he thought. How about uh, pineapple, he said. I could make a lot of different kind of snacks out of pineapple. Pineapples it is declared Guglielena as she tapped at the keyboard. Within seconds, there were images of large pineapples, small pineapples, diced pineapples, pineapple water rafts, pineapple wallpaper, and any kind of pineapple you could imagine filling up the screen. Snackadoo stared at the screen, absolutely mesmerized. It was a pineapple Bonanza. Then he leaned in very close to one of the images. What are you doing? asked Guglielena. Look at these pineapples. I just want to eat one. I need a snack. I'm deciding which one I want, replied Snackadoo. These are just pictures on a screen. (laughs) You can't eat them, (laughs) laughed Googalina. But I need a snack now, said Snackadoo. I think you're going to have to wait until we leave the library. You know we can't snack here, replied Googalina. I can't wait. I need a snack now, said Snackadoo. Googalina just chuckled and reached for the keyboard to shut down the computer. But before she could, Snackadoo took his ever-ready fork and stabbed at the image of a pineapple on the computer screen. The fork went straight through the screen and landed on a big, juicy pineapple that pulled Snackadoo through the screen where he was sucked up by the pineapple. Kugelina just sat with her mouth (gasps) gaping open, in awe, as she watched it all. Chapter Two Snackadoo gripped his fork. He could feel it as it sunk into the pineapple and a little pineapple juice got in his eye. Squeezing his eyes shut tight, Snackadoo felt the tingly pineapple envelop him. I'm inside a pineapple, he said to himself. Sticking out his tongue, Snackadoo was immediately met with the sweet, sticky taste of the pineapple. A tasty pineapple, he said. Then he opened his mouth, "'and took a bite of pineapple. "'It was delicious. "'He maneuvered himself so that he could lift his arm, "'and then he pulled his fork towards his mouth "'and ate the pineapple stuck on it. "'I think I need to eat my way out of this pineapple,' "'said Snackadoo as he glanced around, "'realizing he was completely surrounded.' by pineapple. Chomp, 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 went Snackadoo for quite some time until he finally hit the rind. Lifting up his fork, Snackadoo pushed it through the rind, piercing it with four tiny holes. The holes let in the sound of some soothing Hawaiian music and a very busy store. Just as Snackadoo was about to pierce another set of holes in the pineapple and work his way out, he heard a woman's voice say, Oh, this one looks perfect. So ripe. I will take it. Then all of a sudden, his pineapple moved and Snackadoo fell backwards. Next thing Snackadoo knew, the pineapple was put inside a shopping bag. There you go. That will keep it from leaking. Seems very ripe, said a male voice. Yes, it is going to be perfect for my pineapple upside-down cake, said the woman. Then the pineapple started to jostle about as the woman took the bag and began walking. Snackadoo was finally able to position himself so that he could peer through the holes he had made and all he could see was the shopping bag. After some time and a few doors closing and opening, the jostling finally stopped and the bag holding the pineapple was placed on a flat surface. Okay, we just need a few more things, said the woman. Then Snackadoo heard her walking away and a door closing. Silence fell. He listened for a moment, but there was no sound. Now was his chance. Snackadoo lifted up his fork again and furiously stabbed at the rind of the pineapple until he made a big hole, big enough to climb through. He quickly squished out through the pineapple and out of the bag that contained it. After rubbing pineapple juice out of his eyes to look around, Snackadoo found himself in a very large, very beautiful, and very white kitchen that looked out over a living room, that looked out over a beach. Everything was enormous, and he felt very tiny. He stood still for a moment and listened nothing. Walking to the edge of the counter that he was on, Snackadoo looked down and saw a very long drop to the floor. Being the industrious goop that he was, Snackadoo scanned the area and saw a set of tall stools with long, slim, rounded legs, perfect for sliding. He was about to slide down one of the stools to the floor below when he spotted a large fruit bowl with grapes hanging from it. Don't mind if I do, said Snackadoo as he trotted over to the grape bowl and tugged on an enormous grape that was almost as big as him. Once he got it on the counter, he took a large bite the snack I needed, he said as he took another. I must be in the human's world where everything is huge, thought Snackadoo to himself. He had heard several of the goops tell of their adventures to the human world. Bragger had bragged about how he had been chased by a human guard and escaped while he was on a visit to the Thorn Miniature Collection in Chicago. Goblick had told him all about the funny humans he encountered at a banquet in Vienna. And very recently, Jellicina and I Dare You had both come back from a fantastic adventure in Budapest where they got stuck in a pinball machine and a video game. They told Snackadoo about how they had actually met two human children named Tommy and Astrid on their adventure. They seemed to like Tommy more than Astrid. Having had enough of the grape he was eating, Snackadoo decided it was time to explore the world of humans. And he walked over to the stool leg and slid down it. As soon as he landed on the floor, Snackadoo heard a door open and footsteps a pug came sauntering into the kitchen and saw Snackadoo standing right in the middle of the kitchen floor. The pug was so startled, she barked, which was very rare for her. Oh my, little Fofa, whatever are you barking at? said a woman's voice as footsteps came toward Snackadoo. Did you know we're going to launch our first Goop Tales book very soon? Visit gooptales.com forward slash book to find out more. It has the first three Goop Tales ever written, illustrated in full color by an amazing artist. And we're in the final editing process. The drawings are beautiful and bring Goop World to life. If you want to be notified when it comes out and take advantage of this exclusive discount, just pause this episode and go to gooptails.com forward slash book and get your name on the list. It only takes a minute. That's gooptails.com forward slash book. Chapter three, Snackadoo just stared at Fofa the pug. He was frozen for a moment. This was a human world, and it was a whole new territory for him. And because he didn't know what else to do, Snackadoo stared at Fofa and mouthed the word, please. Fofa seemed to understand this, and she took her little pug body and plopped it on the middle of the kitchen floor while wrapping up Snackadoo in her curly, cute tail which hid him from sight. Snackadoo felt Fofa's tail gently wrap around him, just as he heard the woman say, Oh, Fofa, you are getting lazier and lazier, just plopping in the middle of the kitchen floor. Don't you like your dog bed anymore? Fofa just stared up at her with big brown pug eyes, and the woman smiled and then walked into the kitchen. Snackadoo carefully listened to everything. He heard some rustling in the kitchen and a paper bag opening. And then he heard the woman say, "'What happened to my beautiful pineapple?' Snackadoo peeked out from between Fofa's tail to see the woman holding up the pineapple that he had torn through. "'I I don't understand.' I know it wasn't you, Fofa. You were with me. What happened? She said again in bewilderment. Finally, after no one answered her, because there was no one to answer her, the woman said, Fofa, I'm off to the store for another pineapple. You stay here and stand guard. Then she walked through the kitchen and out the front door. After a moment of silence, Snackadoo climbed out from under Fofa's tail and walked around and stood in front of her. Snackadoo looked Fofa right in her big brown eyes and said, Thank you. Much to his surprise, Fofa responded back by saying, You're welcome. You can talk to me? said Snackadoo. I guess I can, said Fofa. What, what are you, an animal? No, of course not. I'm a goop from Goop World. My name is Snackadoo, responded Snackadoo. Fofa opened her big brown eyes a little larger as she thought about this. Hmm, well, I'm Fofa, as you probably heard. I'm a pug, in case you didn't know. And I live here with the Bakers. Mrs. Baker and Mr. Baker and their two children, Ben and Anna Baker. I guess that makes me Fofa Baker, said Fofa with a little laugh. (laughs) The Bakers love me, and I love them. But they can be a lot of work. I prefer to lounge. relax. And Mrs. Baker insists that Ben and Anna take me out for exercise multiple times a day. I purposely waddle very slowly. They think it's because I'm a pug. I don't feel the need to exercise vigorously multiple times a day and run with those neighbor dogs. Especially Henry. It's all too much. And Mrs. Baker puts me in her car and takes me on all sorts of errands. She says I keep her company. I really would prefer to be home alone and have a little downtime. But the work of a family dog never seems to be done, said Fofa. Snackadoo listened carefully and then responded. I, I had no idea it was so much work to be a dog to humans. Now, I, I don't want to disturb you from your lounging, but I'm not really sure what to do. I don't even know where I am or how to get out of here and back to Goop World. He said, well, I can help you out with the location part, at least. You're in Hawaii. In Kauai, to be exact very close to the Nepali coast, which is very famous. As for getting back to Goopworld, I don't think I can help you, said Fofa as her eyes began to shut. Are you falling asleep? asked Snackadoo. Um, well, yes. It has been an exhausting day so far and there is more to come. It's not over yet, and I don't know if I can keep my eyes open, said Fofa as she shut her eyes. Snackadoo looked at her in bewilderment and decided that he would explore on his own. He walked over to the back sliding door, which was wide open, and stepped out onto a huge deck that looked out over a beautiful view of the ocean. He walked over to the edge of the deck and climbed up on a chair for a better view. Once he was on the chair, he had a fantastic view of the beach right below the baker's house. As Snackadoo gazed at the beach, a very tall and very fast gray Great Dane spotted him. The Great Dane gave out a huge bark and then made a beeline straight for Snackadoo. Chapter Four Within seconds, Henry, the Great Dane, was afoot from Snackadoo, barking ferociously. Henry, Henry, what are you doing? Come back here, called out a man's voice. Henry did not go back. He didn't even turn around as his owner continued to call out to him. Snackadoo was desperately wishing that Henry would listen to his owner. Henry, I said come here, said Henry's owner in a very fierce voice. Meanwhile, Fofa, who had just settled into a very nice doze, was rudely interrupted by Henry's barking. She wasn't pleased. Fofa slowly stood up with a stretch and then made her way to the deck, where she saw Henry and Snackadoo. Henry looked as if he was about to stick out his large tongue and snatch up Snackadoo. Fofa immediately barked at Henry with a bark that said, "Bus off, Henry. "'This is my friend, not a snack. "'Now get lost, or I will make sure I do my business "'in front of your house tomorrow, "'and you will get blamed for it.'" Then Fofa gave Henry a smirky little pug smile and cocked her head as if to say, "'Try me.'" Henry immediately stopped barking and ran back to his owner, Mr. Parsons, who lived next door to the bakers. Mr. Parsons peered up at Fofa and said, That's right. You tell him, Fofa. And then he turned to Henry and said, Barking up, poor little Fofa for no reason. What is it with you two? Henry and Fofa had a long-standing rivalry, and Fofa, being the adorable little pug that she was, always seemed to have the upper hand. Snackadoo stared at Fofa with admiration. He was impressed. Wow, he said. I know. I'm small, but I'm mighty. Because I'm so cute, said Fofa. Just then, the front door opened, and Mrs. Baker came in. Fofa, I'm back. I'm so lucky I got the last pineapple at the market. I have just enough time to make my pineapple upside-down cake before the birthday party tonight, she said. Quick, come with me, said Fofa, and she spread out her curly pug tail and wrapped Snackadoo right up. Then she trotted over to her bed in the sunroom and settled down. Just stay with me. Let me take a nap, and then we can figure out how to get you back to Goop World, said Fofa. Snackadoo didn't particularly want to take a nap, but he didn't want to wander around alone anymore. So he curled up beneath Fofa's tail. An hour or so later, Fofa and Snackadoo were awakened by the sound of a doorbell. Hello, hello, come on in, sang out Mrs. Baker. Her greeting was followed by a crowd of people coming into the Baker house. There was a lot of hugging and people saying hello, and my, how you've grown, and happy birthday. birthday. Clearly someone was having a birthday party. As the party got going, There were lots of people gathering in the kitchen for snacks and drinks, and lots of children who ran about the house laughing and chasing each other. Fofa lifted one eye to survey the activity from the comfort of her dog bed. There were far too many people here for her liking. She was glad that her bed was in the corner and no one seemed to be paying any attention to her. She nudged Snackadoo with her tail and said, how are you doing? I'm okay. I'm just a little hungry, said Snackadoo, who desperately wanted a snack. Don't think about that now. We just need to lay low until this party is over, said Fofa. Just then, she heard Ben Baker say, oh, Fofa's over in her dog bed in the corner. You can go see her if you like. No, no, nothing to see here, said Fofa to Snackadoo, as she securely wrapped her tail over him and hid him from view. Hello there, Fofa. I haven't seen you in such a very long time, said a vaguely familiar voice. Then a little boy's hand reached down and gave Fofa a pet. Just then, Mrs. Baker called out and said, Come along, everyone. It's time for birthday cake. Coming, coming, called out the boy petting Fofa as he ran his hand down Fofa's tail and caught a glimpse of Snackadoo. His eyes grew wide and he leaned in closer to get a better look. Tommy, come on. It's time for cake. What are you doing? Called out the boy's sister as she walked over to him. Tommy turned up and looked at his sister. Astrid, look, it's another goop, he said. Astrid looked down at Snackadoo as her mouth fell wide open. All right, that's it for today's story. And you're left with a bit of a cliffhanger. I'm curious to know what you thought. Now look, I know a lot of you are listening because Goop Tales has had over a million downloads, but you're not all telling me what you think. And you know I love your feedback. It helps me create the stories. So if you have an opinion on multi-part stories, then let me know because it will make a difference in how I create the stories. You can let me know by leaving me a little voice message at gooptails.com. You'll see a little thing on the side and you can hit it and leave me a voicemail. Or you can always write me at maria at gooptales.com. And now I want to thank Titus, Nora, Gwendolyn, Autumn, Elena, Aisha, Malin, Matilda, and Viola for leaving me a message over the past couple weeks. And remember, if you want to download the coloring page that goes with today's episode for Snackadoo Gets Sucked Into a Pineapple, just visit gooptails.com forward slash episode 105. And you'll also be able to see the cover drawing for this story and the real life photos that illustrate it at gooptails.com forward slash episode 105. Now you know I love to see your drawings and to hear from you. So if you're feeling creative or you just wanna say hi on social media with the help of a grown-up, of course, you can tag us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at GoopTales. And guess what? I am just about to head off to Lake Louise in Alberta, Canada, where it's going to be very, very cold and hopefully I'm going to go ice skating on the lake. But I promise to put up a couple pictures on social media. Make sure you follow along and I'll say hi to you from Canada. Okay, I'll see you in the next Goop Tale.